Welcome back to Letterman Row, everyone. My name is Jeremy Birmingham. This is another episode of Bermanology, our uh, technology interview series. Today, we're joined by CJ Hicks, once again, who joined us two weeks ago to talk about his offer from Ohio State and is joining us now to talk about his decision to commit to Ohio State. CJ, that is not something that you thought you were going to do two weeks ago. What in the world happened? What changed in the last two weeks to make you think, hey, you know what? I got to do this now. Um, just like getting the pressure over with, with all, the, um, all the colleges and stuff. I talked to Coach Day and Coach Washington. had a little e-visit thing. It's like an hour. Me and my mom talked about it, and it was just the best decision for me. Was there something that happened in that in that virtual visit that you maybe didn't expect, or was it just a feeling that what are you going to get elsewhere that's better, I guess? It's just a feeling that I got. Um, and my mom feel comfortable. Every question that me and my mom had, they answered. Everything was amazing. So. In the course of the last two weeks, since you received your offer from the Buckeyes, the class of 2022 has gone from zero commitments to three with you in the mix. Um, how important was it to you after talking to Tegra, talking to Jair Brown, who I know reached out to you after he committed, how important was it for you to be like, hey, I, I can be a part of building something after, I don't know, if you get that feeling by watching the 2021 class or, or what, what was the, what's the value there? Well, after talking to them, our goal is to have more commits than the 2021 class. So we already started recruiting a couple people that we can't name right now. But. What, what is the, what's the message that you give to other recruits? I mean, it's easy for you. You're a kid from, from Dayton. You grew up watching Ohio State, you grew up loving the Buckeyes, so this is sort of a natural transition for you, but when you're talking about recruiting other kids from other parts of the country, like Wisconsin, for example, like, what do you tell these kids about Ohio State that makes them, uh, or what do you want to tell them about Ohio State that makes it feel like it's the right spot for them? I just tell them the facts, like, if you want to be great, you want to come to Ohio State, you look at everybody that they have produced and that's in the league right now. You can look at the draft and everything. Um, it just makes you feel at home. I want to ask, CJ, it's kind of interesting because, you know, we talked about this two weeks ago, but this process with you and the Buckeyes really kicked off about a year ago when you made a couple uh, one-day camp visits in Columbus. You were working with Jeff Halfley then and working with the defensive backs, basically. But you play linebacker. You spent a year kind of wondering, like, hey, are they going to offer? When are they going to offer? Is there any sense for, like, how you would tell other kids in your position to approach this in the future? Because I think it's easy for people to see offers going out around the country and maybe you get, I don't know, offended or bitter because they're not offering you yet. But, like, when it comes, it comes, right? Yes, sir. Um because at first it was a little stressful because it's been a year. I've been up to Ohio State a lot, a lot. I've been up there like five, five, six times. Right. Um, it's all part of the time. Like Ohio State is big, one of the top five powerhouses in the country. So they come, they come. Is I mean, being there, you went to three different games last year. You visited camp twice. You've done the virtual visits. You've done other visits. Like, 
what do you get out of every trip and what changes from visit to visit? Is it just comfort? Is it their comfort with you? Because I think it's sort of like a, almost like a dating process where you're trying to get to know each other and be like, okay, is this the one? Yeah, sir. Something like that. Something like that. Um, at first, I really wasn't comfortable talking to the coaches because I've barely seen them. I talk to them like once a month. Now I'm talking to Coach Washington one or two times every day, watching the film, talking to Coach Day like once a week, just part of him. So it, it's really just a matter of getting to know people. And, and for you, I mean, again, I don't think a lot of people understand. How old are you, CJ? 15? I'm 16. I just turned 16 December 1st. So you're 16 years old. You have two years left of high school. You're a football player, a student, and you're forced, not forced, I guess, because it's part of the blessing and the curse of the recruiting process, to sit and talk to people like me about stuff like this. And it can't always be comfortable, right? I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I would rather be like having a bit like the e-visit that I had online. I'd rather do that in person, like go see the campus like I've done before. But like when I went to visit before, it was all football. I want to see the academic parts and stuff. But the e-visit just checked off everything. With uh, Coach Washington being involved in, in the last few months, that's really when things ramped up for you in the Buckeyes. What is it about Coach Washington that you like? I mean, what, what is it about him that makes you think, like, hey, this is the dude I want to play for? He's just a great coach. Um, me and him sit there and watch him. We talk about some personal things and just, like, football in general and where he sees me playing. And everything's just great. What does it mean as an Ohio kid to not just get this offer, but now know that you're going to be able to walk around and you represent Ohio State from this point forward in everything you do. Is that is that added pressure to you, or is that something that you like? Hey, it's going to come. It's going to it's going to happen no matter what. I mean, how do you handle that? I mean, I didn't, I don't really look at it as pressure because, like, say I didn't go to Ohio State and uh, I chose a different college. It was going to be more. It was the same thing because once you sign or commit to a college, everybody that's like fans of that college is looking at you to see what you're going to be doing. So I don't really look at it as pressure. I look at it as a blessing. Do you remember your first memory as a Buckeyes fan growing up? Like, what was the what's the one thing where you were like, wow, that's that's the place where I can see myself in the future. That's the team I want to play for. I train with Braxton Miller. I see him a couple of times, probably like two or three times a month. But that's my guy and one of the greats at Ohio State. So watching a guy like Braxton and you saw him kind of be a bigger than life figure at Ohio State. He was a different level of star, I guess. Yes, sir. And, I, and you're the first recruit I've spoken to since the name, image, and likeness thing that has been discussed this week by the NCAA is coming down and they're going to be voted on. Braxton went to Ohio State and was the biggest star on campus. And there was no way for him to really get like paid back, I guess, for that sort of uh, the, the stuff that he brought to the school. As a young guy, do you understand this name, image, license stuff? Are you starting to look into it? Like, how, how do you think that potentially being a Buckeye impacts you in that way? Like, is that part of this process for kids, do you think? Um. I, really think I, I don't understand it, so I'm just wondering if you do, because there seems to be so many questions still. So just trying to figure out if you see it from a different perspective. 
No, I see it the same perspective. Um, like again, like I said, I just look at everything that I've got in committing to Ohio State. It's all a blessing. And representing Ohio State is going to be it was one of my dreams growing up because Rex Miller was my favorite player. He was versatile and everything. How you play receiver and quarterback and stuff, and I did that in middle school. So let's let's look three four years down the road here, CJ, and and. You get an opportunity. You're in Columbus. You're at Ohio State. The name, image, license thing is working. What's CJ Hicks's brand? What do you who? How do you see yourself being developed as a as a brand, not just as a man? I know that's an important part of this process. You told me that that's a major piece of the decision to commit. Now was you want them to be able to develop you in the man you want to be, but you're going to Ohio State because it's one of the best football programs in the country, and then you have an opportunity to grow into something. Um, you know, very big. Uh, do you have an idea like a logo, uh, a brand name? Like, what what is CJ Hicks the brand going to be? What do you want it to be? Right now, I don't know, but I've been talking to my mom and a couple other people about it. We're probably gonna get something down within a week or two. I think it, you know it's such an interesting time for kids to be able to think about this stuff because the world is changing so rapidly when it comes to college football. Do you think that in and I know this is a big question, but it's just on my mind right now. Do you think that in some ways the football and the student-athlete side of life can be lost as this all grows, or do you think people are going to be able to balance it out? Because to me, I guess as an outside observer, that's one of my concerns. Is like, How do you maintain the life of being a college student and the college football player with everything else going on? Well, right now I can't really answer that question because I'm not in college, but I wouldn't think it would be that hard. It's like the same thing as high school. It's just the difference is you're getting paid off your name playing football in college. You're still a student athlete. You're still athlete. When you're in the classroom, you're just like everybody else. I I guess at the end of the day, if you're not taking care of your stuff in the classroom and on the field, then people aren't going to want to pay you for it anyway. Exactly. Outside linebacker, CJ, that's the spot you play the most. That's the spot you're going to probably end up playing in college. Do you see yourself in the Buckeye defense in, in a Pete Werner role or a Malik Harrison role? How do, you, how do you see that playing out? Um, I talked to Coach Washington. We went over film and stuff. He sees me as both, kind of. He said I'm versatile, so he wants to see me rush off the edge, play the linebacker spot, and work some at the hybrid position where he has, like, the Pete Werner where he dropped mm-hmm. back so kind of both. I mean, there's some of that depend on your physical growth. What at this point? What what's your current height and weight? Two six four, two twelve. Lost a couple. couple well, uh, so how do you? What do you work on? I guess to to get yourself ready, knowing you have two years. I assume you'll try to enroll early down the road because that's what most kids in your position are going to be doing. But how do you see yourself working on that? Like, what what are the steps you take to prepare yourself for Big Ten football two years from now? I work out every day, two times a day, in the morning and the afternoon. Um, I try to push myself because if you want to be great, like I talked about Washington, um, you only can be great if you put the hard work in there. If you just talent, what do you say? Talent beats hard work when hard when um talent doesn't work hard. And when you have both, like, I'm blessed to have the talent that God um, has given me. And if I work hard with it, I can, like Coach Washington said, I can 
be one of the greatest to ever play football. And that's the goal. Before I let you get out of here and get on with your day and, and celebrating with everyone, what's the one thing that you think, what's the one biggest benefit for you to making this decision so early? Um, just the relationship that I have with the coaches. The benefits is like, I know where I'm going to be in two years. I'm happy about it and I'm building relationships with the 2021 recruits. It's already committed and it's all a blessing. You, you know that what happens from now, if you, you commit this early, the, the recruiting rankings don't always rise because there, there's not a lot of intrigue around you. You might not get offers that you would have otherwise. I mean, are you ready for, for all that to stop? Or are you ready for all this to stop? Like, uh, because obviously the attention that you get, it, as we said, it is a blessing and a curse. Like, is it something that you're like ready to put behind you or, or is there any part of you where you're like, well, you know, maybe it'd be cool to go see this place or that place. Um, I don't plan on going any, like taking any other visits besides to Ohio State. I have friends that's being recruited. So like if they ask me to tag along with them to go look at other colleges, I would go with them. But me personally, right. damn, that's not like, no disrespect to the colleges. That's just respect to Ohio State since I'm already committed. Absolutely. All right, man, CJ, I want to let you get out of here, like I said, and, and go about your day and celebrate. So congratulations on your decision. That's CJ Hicks. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been a commitment edition of Bermanology. I'm Ben Monroe. Thanks for watching, everyone. We will catch you next time. Thanks for being here. We'll see you later.